Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Praise the Lord. I want you to see this. Um, I want you to look at 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 2, 3, okay? Which is good. Okay, this is where we kind of left off. 2 Timothy 2, 3, you therefore, okay, it, and, and this is the thing about 2 Timothy 2, 3. It says you must endure hardship as a good soldier. I, I don't know about you, man, but you know what's funny? Um, I think sometimes we forget this terminology, and because of it, we get a little bit like, oh, there, thou, therefore, must endure or endure hardness. As, you must endure hardness as a good soldier. No man that warreth entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may what? Please him who had chosen him to be a soldier. And I got a little different translation. It's fine. It says, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare and can't entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. What does that mean? Military terminology. There is going to be no victory without a battle. Does that make sense? And the fight you and I got to fight is the fight of faith. Is that okay? You got to fight to stay in faith. So important, amen? So here's what we were asking. How am I really, how am I really behaving under pressure? And you know what's funny? I just had this happen not too long ago. Man, I'm, get, I'm getting really, really good at handling pressure at another level. But just the other day, I, I just, something just kind of slipped up on me. And I was like, oh, man, the pressure of the moment, I wasn't paying attention. And it almost caught my attitude. You know what I mean? Because I, I was like, this is what happened. So good, right? I had everything laid out. Everything, this is what's funny about this stuff. This is really good. I think the reason why we have pressure, how, how, how are we handling pressure in our daily life? How's our attitude towards these things? And how do we behave when we almost get in that wounded state because, you know, life isn't simple? So let me just explain it. How am I handling the pressure of daily life? Now, this is really cool. So the other day, I had everything laid out. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, and that's going to lead to that, and that's going to lead to this. And it was like, you know, it was all these moving components, right? And I had everything mapped out. I'm ready to go. I'm really good. And then all of a sudden, it's nobody, it's not church life or something. This is normal. People didn't do what they needed to do. And it was like a domino. Everything got thrown off track. You know, and now everything I had figured out, like, this is the way it's going to go. Here's the timing. I'm going to go get you. I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to, everything was thrown totally out of whack. My, everything got shot out. And little, literally right then and there, I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm getting, I'm in this pressure spot, not crazy, but I'm not handling it well. Because it, it's not bad, but it was like, it wasn't, oh, it's the devil. I, it wasn't the devil. You know what I mean? It was life. You know what I mean? It was like somebody didn't do what they're supposed to do. And now all of a sudden, I, there's a five alarm fire and everything fell apart like a domino because people don't do their job. You know what I mean? And now you're like, oh, great. You decided to have, you know, you know, you, you had like, you know, this 
at state of amnesia for a minute, and now cause it, and now you're trying to do it, what? You're trying to now juggle a bunch of schedules that are all thrown out of whack because it's somebody else. And this is what I this is what I understand. The enemy, come on, it's simple stuff. I don't think the devil did it, but if he did, okay, whatever. But I think the devil uses it and, and creates pressure, and then we're not flesh developed in those areas because we're not in control of stuff, and everything gets thrown out. And the next thing you know, you're losing your peace in the midst of situations you need to stay peaceful in. That's the truth right there. So this is what, I've, this is what, I'm, this is what I'm seeing. I don't want you living a carefree life, but I want you living a carefree life. Now, let me explain. I don't want you walking around like, uh, I don't plan, I don't prepare, I don't set up, I don't make, you know, you don't set your alarm clock because, you know, no. I want you prepping, but I want you living a carefree life. Like, you need to become flexible in the daily action of life. Because what happens is you get set. It's like, oh, I'm late to drop the kid off at school, and that throws your schedule over here, and that throws this, and then domino, and then you got traffic, then the train, and this, and it's like, oh my God. And you're losing it by the time you get into it because there's no flexibility. You're gonna be late, there's stuff's gonna happen, it's not gonna work out great, and you gotta still be able to have a good attitude. And then some of this stuff the enemy's gonna try to use, and you're gonna have to fight the fight of faith to overcome and have victory in seasons of life when you can't see it. Now, that's really good because that's what goes on with life and whether you want to believe it or not. So this, 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 is, this is what I kind of felt. I kind of felt like for getting ready because right on the cusp of stepping into a new year, I've, I've been really doing good at this, you know, personally, and I know people around me are growing. Whenever you go to another level of God, he expects maintenance at the level where he brings you. So we're stepping into a new day. Does that make sense? I really believe this. The next level, you know, the next level life is going to be a life where I don't allow these cares, affairs, pressures to throw me off and mess my peace up because now that's, that's one level, but then you got to understand the fight of faith. You got to hang on to those promises. And these are the things I think the enemy does. He doesn't cause like, did he stay up trying to make people late? I don't know. I, I, who knows? But whatever went on, he's going to try to take advantage of that and give you pressure that you don't need. And then he's going for the big stuff. You know what I mean? He ain't going for the, you know, oh, I was late for the, no, he's going for the promise. So all these things add up, and if you're not flexible throughout your day, you're going to come to this thing with faith and be like, oh, man, I'm, I got no energy left to hang on. I want you to step into this brand new day. I want you to step into this brand new beginning, and I want you walking in this thing. This really blessed me. Look in Lamentations 3, Lamentations chapter 3, right, 22 through 24. Now, I think this is cool, Right? Because this is like the brand new kickstart of life, okay? I like it. So when you look, just go to Lamentations. It's simple. And, you know, what's kind of funny is, you know, not a lot of times am I there um, in the book of Lamentation. But you know what? Hey, we're there now. So, you know, somebody says, I don't even know where that is. Well, just get to Genesis and go right. Amen. 
You know what I mean? You'll get there sooner or later. Lamentations, right? It says, it, it, is, it, it is the Lord's mercy, okay? It, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Ain't that good? Right, I read a little longer. So here's a little different translation that I got. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every day. That's the song. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Do you ever ask this? Do I need, do I need, his mercies are new every morning. So do, this is my thing. Do you need like a fresh start? A new dawn, okay? Do I need to like almost start start over? The, now, this was saying, in this arena of the mindset, I got to take a deep breath and let the pressure just kind of exhale. And you know what's crazy? I didn't really want to, I was like, man, I don't know about this. Did I really need to hear this, God? He's like, emphatically, yes. Because you, you got all this life pressure going on right now. People got money pressure right now. A holiday pressure, we got to get things done, you're compounding it, you know, you got faith promises, some of you guys got to, listen, you're going to struggle, but this is the key, you're going to have to go through this, right, you're going to have to go through some stuff, but here's the thing, you're going to struggle a little bit, but those who struggle, okay, that understand this, there's a new beginning waiting for me to pass through the struggle, so what am I saying, begin your new day by jumping into God's word. Fill your heart with wisdom. Be a partaker of a fresh start of change from the word of God and basically allow ourselves to change how we see it. Jeremiah wrote the book of Lamentations. The prophet Jeremiah did, okay? He knew what it was like to struggle in hard times and in no, and, and he, had a, he got a bitter heart about it, you know? He was known as the weeping prophet. He didn't have an easy life. So when you see limitations, you knew, okay? But God's gentle hand, he led him to overcome, okay? He, he, he was learned of the Lord, the Lord's steadfast love. Come on, man. He didn't look at his failures and, 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 and run away from God. He looked at his shortcomings and ran towards God. So don't get stuck in this thing. You know, I, I, I think it's time to basically wake up to this brand new mentality that like, hey man, I've been getting too stressed out. You know what I'm saying? And I know this time of year, a lot of people get stressed out. I've been getting too, I'm too short, man, with people. I'm too, I, I gotta grow in some fruit, man. You know, you know, take, 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 take note of it. If, if you can hear it, you can produce it. You know what I mean? There's, there's, an, there's an adjustment being made in our lives because it's time to wake up and check the fruit on the tree. You know, now you say, Pastor Chris, is this about patience? This is about everything. You know what I'm saying? We all need one of these like checkups sometimes to be like, yeah, man, my fuse is short. You know, my 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 attitudes, man, I'm not I'm not I'm not seasoned with grace right now. I I, I or I'm 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 barely hanging on to this promise by faith. And man, Pastor Chris, am I I'm trying to get it? No, you got it. Just don't let go of it. You know what I mean? That's the big thing. The key 
The key to this is you got to wake up. We become, I'm telling you, we become sleepy with the things of God. Look what Ephesians 5, 13 says. In King James, it's fine. Ephesians 5. This is good stuff, man. I'm just talking to you today. You know what I mean? Okay? And I'm telling you, this is big. You know? And I think sometimes, you know what happens with this stuff? We, 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 um, we kind of get a little messed up for a lack of better, um, a lack of better, um, I don't know, for a lack of better understanding, we get a little messed up because I might read it to, um, um, in the Amplified, I might want to read it in the Amplified, the classic, but um, because you got to understand this, you got to wake up. Sometimes we get lethargic and don't know it. That's what I was trying to say. You ever, you ever get lethargic and don't know it? You know what I mean? You're kind of like, oh, you know what I mean? You get like spiritually hazy and you don't even realize it. You know, over a long period of time, you know, sometimes God's got to give us a wake-up call. Look what he says here in this, okay? It says, it says wake up, sleeper. Raise, rise from the dead. This is really good. So look at verse 13. This is good stuff. You got any amplified? Thank you. But when anything is exposed and reproved by the light, it is made visible and clear. And where everything is visible and clear, there is light. Therefore, he says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall sign and make day dawn upon you and give you light. Now, now listen, he ain't talking just to lost people. Look carefully then how you walk. See it? Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people making the very most of time and buying each up every opportunity because the days are evil. Wake up. You know what I mean? Like, man, I'm telling you, man, when you, especially when you get stressed out, you know, you start getting, you start getting heavy laden, you start getting burdened. Man, let me tell you what happens, don't it? I feel good. I'm in the pocket now. Like I'm helping people. Like this is what I say. Pastor Chris, you're talking to me. I am talking to you. That's what I'm saying. This is why I, I know when I'm in the pocket, right? Jesus exposes our heart and lets us really see these hidden things that we're trying to deny sometimes that are really evident. He doesn't expose us to humiliate us or, or, or he's exposing us to eliminate the habits we need to get rid of. These are, these are vices, and they basically call, they cause um, spiritual amnesia in our lives. You know, we just forget. It's a wake-up call <coughs> to turn. Don't run from the light. Run into the light. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to tell you right here now. Don't get tired. That's a big one, man, because this is what happens. When you're tired, you, you really do. Because we all get tired and sometimes we take, we try to take the easy path because we're so exhausted from life. That often leads to a spiritual amnesia, but we need to wake up and be sober. Now he talks about this. God is always talking about waking up, being sober, think like this. Because think about what we do. We get tired, we get busy with life, and what's the first thing that happens? Your character starts to slip. You get short with your kids. You get short with your spouse. You get short with your family. You get short with your loved ones. You're going through a battle. And now victory. Now how many you know you got to hang on? Vic, there ain't no victory without no battle for everything. And then those promises. And then what happens is you get a little worn out. And you know I'm telling the truth. Somebody like, I don't like you right now. Okay, I don't really care. 
Be alert and be watchful. Write that down, okay? Be alert and be watchful, okay? Now look at 1 Thessalonians 5, 6. Remember I gave you some of these? I gave you some of these last week. I hope you remember. 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 says, therefore let us not sleep. Man, would you see this? He's always talking about this. Are you getting this or no? You know what I'm saying? Why does he keep talking about waking up and don't be sleeping? You know what I'm saying? Because we're, we, get, we don't realize this, but we, we do this. We do this all the time. If Look, man, I'm telling you, don't you notice this too about life? Oh, man, I don't even want to think about this. Right? Because this is my, my big thing. Because when you look at 1 Thessalonians, right? Man, I'll tell you what. Check this out. Six, I like. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch soberly. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on what? For they that sleep. These people, look, that's verse 8. Let me just read 7 and 8. I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm getting excited. They, he said, these people like drunk people. Man, what is he talking about? Therefore, he's, wake up. Man, I'm going to tell you, you know what happened to? The other day, I woke up to dominion. Man, you put up with so much junk. I, I slapped the devil upside the head. I was fight the fight of faith. You know, you tolerate too much. I said, do you know who I am? You know who I am? Man, sometimes you got to remind yourself, you know who you are? I got a burning bush speaking to me on the inside of me. I'm the, you're the fire of God. You know who I am? I'm telling you, man, the sons of God got to manifest because the earth's whacked. Let me read 6, 7, and 8 together. I get all excited about this stuff. I was going slow too, you know. Do you think I'm going fast? I don't know. Somebody the other day said, Pastor Chris, you're going fast. Oh, and I got, I, got, I got a critic. Somebody asked about a critic. This is so funny. You, you want to know Somebody asked me a question. This is really good. I got some, uh, I got a critic, uh, some nitwit, you know, um, wrote something and, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, didn't, I read it. I don't even know what they said. So the, they're looking at me in staff, and they go, how in the world can you do this? Then I read it. It was like a little thing. I don't know one, I, God's, I don't know one word of what was said. Because somebody just asked me, do you, get, do you get critics sometimes? I said, yeah, the brighter the lights, the bigger the bugs. So I go, they come. And, I, and if we go get a million followers, they're going to come out of the woodwork. But we're preaching some really good stuff. You know what I mean? It's not us. We're killing it. We are killing it. Relevant church, you're killing it. We're going to dominate the earth. I don't care what shows up. We'll call a fire out of the sky, whatever. I'm serious, man. We're, we're spiritually there. So just keep coming. Invite all your friends. Share. Thanks for sharing tonight. So I don't know one word that was said. You might have, you might have sent it. And if you did, I'll, I'll rebuke you publicly. Here we go. Ready? I don't even know who you are. But here it is, right? God's on truth. I don't remember a word. And I walked away, and, and, I, and I always check, like, man, is there something wrong with me? Maybe there is. You know, I always check. I never and somebody asked me. I don't remember who it was. Maybe I just brought it up. They said, how does that not affect you? And I, and, and I, and I made sure. So good. Listen to this. This change your life if you catch it. I said, because I don't let anybody I don't value. Now, everybody has a value. That is not what I'm saying. And if you wrote it, you have a value. I let only the people whose voice I value speak into my life. Everybody else is denied access. 
you're not allowed in. So I compartmentalize and go, who are you? So if my wife comes to me and says, I really need to talk to you, I'm all ears. My mother, I'm all ears. My kids, I'm all ears. You, Angela, the people, I, the church people, man, you got me. I'm your pastor. Because remember this, and here's a big one. Why? Now let me tell you why. This is so good. This can help you grow. So I don't let nobody, I don't value their voice speaking into my life. And even those people, I got to select some of it and discard some of it because I love them, but I got to make sure they don't say something that's not really um, emotionally attached because they're in their emotions. So I even filter that. So that's how you learn how to do that. Because some of you have been stuck with what your mother told you 25 years ago, and she don't know what she's talking about. So go on. And here's the next thing. Now remember this, write this down. Public honor always produces private access. So the people who are close to me that honor me publicly, you got private access. You can come to me in private and ask me anything you want because I don't care, I'll answer it. Does that make sense? But people that don't have public honor, why in the world am I going to give them private access? You got to be silly. Some of you are wasting your time with people that don't need to be their time wasted. And somebody says, well, you know, you think you're going to hurt the feelings of people that if they say something, don't open your mouth. I got a lot of stuff to think about and saying about a lot of people, but you ain't helping nobody. There is constructive criticism and deconstructive criticism, and it's around you all the time in your life. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but it's kind of good, ain't it? Because I, I had to help them in staff. And it was funny because I was with Stephen, you know. I picked him up today. We were doing some stuff, and I laughed. I said, you know what, bro? I said, you have to qualify everyone that wants to speak into your life. And that's the problem with most people. They let morons speak into their life like they're Jesus and go, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to tell you how to get their life right. They can't even tie their shoes. You know what I mean? And they're going to, like, meaning, like, in, in, in spiritual stuff, but they're telling you about your spirit life. They're telling you about your finances. They're telling, come on. Don't let them in. So wake up. That's why I'm saying that. Because a lot of you get stuck with what people think about you. Who cares, right? No, just care about one person, Jesus. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that are drunk, or drunken at night. He's saying, you're drunken, sleepy, wake up. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. He said, put on the armor of God. See it? He's saying, man, you better have this, you better wake up, man. What is the, the mind, right? Oh, now think, we're going to go there, we're going to go to Ephesians 6, 12, we're going to read all of them. He's going to read a lot. It's going to be 12 through, you know, 17 or 18, something like that, right? We got to put on the armor of God. Why? Because you got to realize something. You could get, now listen, you can get, you can get sleepy, you get spiritual amnesia, that means you forget, and you get drunk. Well, you're not drinking booze, you know what he's saying? He's like, what? you're like a drunk person, you can't navigate. When you get hit, you ever get hit with like a blow of life, and you're like, whoa, I'm kind of stumbling coming out of this. I'm losing my balance a little bit. You ever get the wind knocked out of you because life smacked you so hard? I just went through tragic last month. Oh, my God. People went through some tragic family stuff. I was like, man, if that don't knock the heaven out of you, I don't know what would. It's anybody. I couldn't watch the video. I was, I was doing a funeral, and, and I'm not kidding, man. I'm pretty good at this, but I, and I had to turn around and look, and as I was watching the film, I, couldn't, I had to stare at a spot in the wall. It was heartbreaking. Life's swinging, bro. Life is not fair. 
Life doesn't care. I don't know, man. God doesn't just, you know, that, you know, that's the answer I got. And this is bad theology, but I don't care. I want to help people. And I want you to know you're normal. I want you to know that you're not broken. I am so tired of people watching Christian TV. I love Christian TV. We're going on Christian TV. I love all the preachers. I love everybody. But people feel like just because they're going through something, they're broken in their Christianity. I've heard that a hundred times. Do you realize this? I watch people, they never talk to feet. I watch Christian television and they never talk anything about, you know, it, well, come on, man. You think McDonald's puts a thing on and Burger King puts a thing on or, you know, all these companies put things on and go, hey, you know what, it's a really good food, but you're going to get fat from eating it. Come on, you think, right, great, they, they, oh, oh, you know what, you know, one out of seven people think this drink tastes good, but you know what, Diet Coke, you know, come on, I'm not trying to get, I don't know, I hope they don't get mad at me, you know, whatever, but you get what I'm saying? Does anybody ever tell you it's bad? Does anybody ever ta advertise something and go, Hey, you know, six out of seven people that use it might get a rash, but the one person that doesn't, God bless you, use our skin cream. Come on, no, nobody talks like this anywhere. Why do you expect? So I understand, I can't come as a, it's bleak, it's meek. That's why you need a pastor. Because that's like candy and ice cream. And I'm not saying that anything about anybody. But you know how many people I've had recently that said, well, I'm watching my favorite guy. And I watch him too. I listen. But you get what I'm saying. Here's the reality. You're not broken in your Christianity just because you can't explain what's going on in life. The pressures of life. The problems of life. Because everybody starts comparing. And the Bible tells you that comparing your life to someone else's is wrong. Don't do it. Everybody's going through the same junk. Don't think that somebody's got it easier over here and somebody's got it harder over there because of this stuff. No, no. Everybody's going through life. If everybody told you it was up, they'd say it. So this is what I'm saying. Why? Put on the armor of God. Think like this. That's, that's helpful if you get it, right? Because what do you think the moment you go through a trial and a test? What's wrong? What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Why is God not? No. He's saying, think of this thing. Think of this thing. Understand this. Come on. A helmet of hope for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but obtained of salvation. Doesn't that sound just like, but of the day, breastplate of what? Faith and love and the helmet of hope. He's talking about the armor of God. Now when you go to Ephesians 6 and 12, it makes total sense. Look what he says. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on, you little fuzzy-headed Christian, lo lovely, cute little buttercup you. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, I'm going to show you something here because I like this translation. You know me. Um, look at passion. Okay. This is big. You can look at a lot of different things, but look at the passion. It makes a lot of sense. Look what it says here. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat. Give them, we're going to give you a minute to get it. Take your time. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now it's going to read principalities, powers, against spiritual nicholas, spiritual wickedness in high places. Your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with 
the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realm. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirit that hold this dark world in bondage. Did you see that? Did that make sense? Did that make more sense? I even can make it even clearer if you want. Okay? Um, we're dealing with goofiness, demonic activity. And you say, well, you know, Pastor Chris, um, I, I, let's stay there because if you get too many translations, my hand-to-hand combat's not with humans, but with principalities, authorities, operating in rebellion under, what's that, demons. Now, I see you talk like that in the church. Like, what, did he say demons? Yeah, I said demons. But this is what you must wear. What do you got to wear? Verse 13. The armor of God provides so you're protected as you confront the slander, the accusations, right, the test. You see it? You seeing it? What do I want to wear? The armor that God provides. Well, what is the armor that he provides? To confront the slander, you're destined for all things and will rise victoriously. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. You see that? He said, it ain't a stinking belt like a dress-up thing. It's what? Truth. Put on holiness, protective, you're covering your heart. Christ-likeness. Stand on your feet alert. Then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Take faith. You see it? Take faith as a shield. Come on, man. How do I break through this? How do I break through this mully grubby attitude? You know what I mean? How do I break through this? You know, and this, this is big. Ready? So this is what I did. I was, I was, I was, man, I was going there and I was getting to the play. And you know what I started doing? I started speaking the word. Changed the whole thing. You start speaking the word and the word of God starts giving you another path. Now, watch what happens. Things are changing. Things are happening. People ain't coming through. Things are moving all the time, right? It ain't working the way it looks. And then wait, 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 what do I do? It is written. Oh, my God in heaven. Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus shows you what to do. Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus shows you what to do. And I'm going to tell you right here now, this is right after fasting. You know, he fasted and prayed. And, man, I'm telling you, this transformation thing is huge. I just watched the video, and by now I might share it. I, I, this is really good. This is really healthy. You people that want to get into health and fix your stuff, I watched the video from one of the top cardiologists in America, and he talked about the benefits of fasting. He said it could talk about areas you're like, now I'm not telling you I'm not a doctor like that, you know what I mean? But he said fasting is so supernaturally important for your body. A, a medical doctor, a cardiologist, Orlando Florida, Florida, uh, Orlando, Florida Hospital, world-renowned, four and a half million views on this video I watched, and uh, 4.5 um, 4.5 million, okay? And I was watching it, and he was like, he's like, your body reproduces cells. Your body does this. Your body does that. Your body, 
your body regenerates. Your body doesn't lose like, you know, we think like, oh, if I do this, your body stores what you need. Your body regenerates what you need. So this is this, this transformation that we're stepping into 2022, because you got to think next Wednesday, you're in it. Really, seriously, next Wednesday, we're going to be in it. We have times of prayer. I want you to be here. We moved the times of prayer from Saturday to, to Saturday instead of Sunday night. Because Sunday night only got me two before the fast was over. Saturday morning gets me three. So we will, we will pray every Saturday morning right here. We're going to have prayer class for a little bit, and then we're going to pray for a little bit. So you got it. we're going to help you navigate it in this thing. So, man, maybe it's time to put down, and this is another thing, too. Some of you need to become, you need to be clean, up your, clean up your eating habits. Now, I don't mean to say that in a mean way, but maybe you just go, hey, you know what? I can't stop eating but I'm going to go, I'm going to cut out maybe uh, animal products and I'm just going to eat, you know, plants and vegetables. You know what I mean? Great. Wonderful. That ain't going to kill you. I don't care what you got going on. You know what I mean? Cut out the animal fat. Cut out what you need to cut out. Just eat. Just go, hey, man, I'm going green. Well, I like to call it, you know, like yesterday I was chilling out with Luca and we were out. He goes, hey, you want the rabbit food? And I was like, no, nah, I don't want the rabbit food. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like the vegetables and I don't want that. I didn't want that. We were eating chicken wings. You know what I mean? It was like, praise be to God. Don't get mad at me. Hey, I'm going to eat before I got to starve. All right. So we were chilling and I was like, no, I don't need the rabbit food. But maybe this is the season you go to rabbit food and clean it up a little bit and give your digestive system a time to just take a break before you go back. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not your nutritionist, that ain't my bag, but I really think that some of you can regulate some of your health issues by using the tool of fasting certain things. I really believe that. Like a lot of you, like I'm going to say this, and I don't know who's out there, and I'm not saying this, but I know people that, and you're, they're, they're, I, I don't know anybody, there's nobody here, but you know, you deal with your sugar or you're dealing with stuff like this, man, you need to get this thing under wraps now. Stop jerking around. You know, I had somebody come in here one time, and they were like, I don't know, like, if 200 is bad, they were, like, polar exploding. And I was like, go to the hospital. Are you kidding me? You got to watch. You got to really start building some disciplines. I'm not trying to condemn you or, 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 or hit you. I love you. I want you to take care of yourself, man. You got a lot to live for. You know what I mean? So what's going to hurt you for you during the fast to say, hey, well, Jesus, what happened Jesus? Because this is why I got this thought. Jesus fasts 40 days and 40 nights. He's at the weakest state of his game, and the devil comes and tempts him before he gets ready to go into the place where he does actually this. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father. What was I saying? That you think you're going to be your weakest when you fast. You're not. You're going to become your spiritually strongest. So that is why Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He got breakthrough in an area that only fasting can get you sensitive enough to overcome. He was strong, man. So what happens is a lot of times, like, people say, well, if I fast, I'm going to be weak. You're really not. You're going to be strong. It's amazing how strong you are. And this doctor clinically proved it that you're not going to miss your performance. Now, you might get a little tired and all that stuff, but you're not. You're, if you start cutting out somebody's junk, you're not going to get weak. You're going to get healthy, and you're going to get strong. And it's a powerful tool, you know? And that's it. And that's like, you know, I mean... I told you, eat all, the, eat all the salad you want, do the Daniel fast, do whatever you want. But here's the thing, I need you praying and I need you seeking God. That's what I told you. That's what I'm really looking for. But I thought of this when I thought of Matthew 4 and 4. It says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, that was right after fasting. 
You know, you can look at it in Luke. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He was weakened, and that's when the enemy came to him. That's when it happened. So you notice that? So Jesus has his, think of this. Jesus has his number, in the fasted state, Jesus has his number one confrontation with the enemy in a fasted state and gets the greatest breakthrough maybe he needed because he does not compromise the call of God on his life and, and sell out, but he overcomes. Man, this is going to give you the power to overcome these obstacles that used to hold you back. Victory. You see it? Like Jesus, 40 days, 40 nights, the Lord says that he was led into the wilderness, that the Holy Spirit took him into this place. Man, I think for some of you, the Holy Spirit is going to take you into this place of life transformation, and you might face your greatest battle in this time of, of seeking God, but man, you're going to be so equipped to speak the word of God. And that is what I noticed. I was like, man, this day is shot out, and I was getting ready to start complaining, man. I'm getting ready to open my mouth. We all do it, right? And I'm getting ready to go, oh, my God, you get so. And then I said, no, 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 no. Right? No, 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 no. But he answered, he said, then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give the angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, just in case you dash your foot. Jesus said, it is written, again, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, the devil took him up. He said, and he said I'll give you all these kingdoms if you fall down and worship me. And he said, Israel, he said, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord thy God, and only him shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. See that? Ain't that good? Ain't that good? Now watch this. You want to see something strong? You want to see something strong? Go to Proverbs 18.20. Now everybody knows 18.21, but I want you to see this. This is big. You got to put 20 with 21 because a lot of times in life, it says a man's belly, right? You got King James. A man's belly shall satisfy him, right? Let me, let me find it because I got it a little different. <laughs> I think I got it in NIV. A man's stomach shall satisfy him from the fruit. But I want you to see this. This is big. Okay. I know you guys got this, right? Check this out. This is, I think this is huge. It says in verse 20, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now, right, check this out. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Man, meditate on that for a minute. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. You see what I'm saying? He's saying the fruit of your life is going to be from the words of your mouth. You could satisfy yourself with God's word. You could silence yourself with God's word. You could put yourself under God's authority with God's word. And speaking it out of your mouth is going to transform your life. A man's stomach shall satisfy. What? A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. My words 
fill my stomach. He's talking about your innermost being. The words that come out of my mouth fill me. Man, you better get that. You ever think of that? They that love the what? They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. The words in your mouth. What's he say? He say he says you're gonna eat your words. Come on, man. You ever see that? I'm gonna. You ever hear that? I'm gonna make you eat your words. You're gonna eat your words. Yeah, you are. You've been eating words all your life. You better just know what not to eat. That is. I'm telling you, man, that is a strong point if you're pulling that in. And I know you are because you're sharp, you're quick, you're bright. Right? Because he's satisfying. They sat, words satisfy your inner being. Right? Words are so powerful, they kill or give life. So you, gotta, you know you're going to eat the fruit of it. Woo, come on, somebody. Look, write this down. I got to give you two things, maybe three. Now two is good because we got to get going. One. You got to get ready for Christmas. Jesus won the victory. Come on. Jesus won the victory, but mankind has been given the privilege to enforce it. Jesus won it, but you got to enforce it. That's why you got to be strong. That's why you can't get in, in the mully grubs. You know what I mean? You can't get all, oh, you know, I'm getting stressed out. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm mad. No, 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 no. You got to be careful. What are those things? Those are all things to get your mouth sideways, Right? Jesus won the victory, but mankind has to what? Enforce it. You've been given the privilege to enforce it. Matthew eleven twelve. Man, I like this one. This one's been getting me, man. Woo! I'm talking dominion. I'm telling you what, you're going to hear about dominion in 2022. I can guarantee you that, right? Matthew, Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew eleven twelve. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. When's the last time you got violent? Now, I'm not talking about punching holes in the wall and acting like a moron. I'm talking about when's the last time you got violent in the spirit? Like, no, you ain't. I'm not losing that. No, that's mine. When's the last time you got violent with the enemy and said, get out of my head and shut up? When's the last time you got violent? With the enemy say, you're not taking my destiny. When's the last time you got violent when he tried to discourage you and make you depressed and you stood there and said, you ain't allowed to do this. When are you going to get violent? Glory to God. Now, I'm not talking about cardinal wackiness. I'm talking about getting violent in the spirit. Now, I want to talk to you about this word because I, I like this word because Matthew 11 explains something here that most people do not understand. And I want you to understand this because this word violent can be slipped if it's not careful. And I want you to understand this. It's a force. Okay? Is that all right? The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And what? You take, <laughs> take it by force. It is a strong force. If you look up an energetic forcer, same word. So the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven suffers a violent force. And that violent force is taken by force. So what he's saying is, he's like, a stronger than he's got to show up. So you, that's what he said. How can a man enter in a house unless he binds a strong man, a stronger than he has to show up? You got to know you're stronger than the enemy, bro. You got to know you're stronger than his tactics. You got to know you're stronger than his lies. Man, how bad you want it? You got to get strong in the Lord and the power of his might, amen? Look, I'm going to give you this thing, right? This is a big one. Omer, you must, over, this is number two, overcome the test of life. Now, people don't want to hear this, but it's true. It's not that difficult. It's a challenge that lies within you 
if you wanted it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like if you had enough, overcoming the test of life is not difficulty as it seems. It's a challenge that lies, and it is true. It's a, lot, it's a, it's a challenge that lies before you. But here's the thing. How bad you want it? Woo! You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm tired of this. I want it. You got to stand and fight. That was the children of Israel, right? Numbers, remember Numbers 13? Then Caleb quieted the people and said, let us go up and pray and take it for possession. We were able to overcome it. But all the men that got up said, we're not able. We're a bunch of grasshoppers. They, they quit. They refused to stand and fight. 20, write this down. I'm prophesying. 2022 is going to be your year of standing and fighting. Oh, my God, I feel dominion in here. I really do. I'm telling you, man, I preach that whole word to get that word out. 2022 is going to be the year of you standing and fighting. You're going to be like the children of Israel. Oh, God said, oh, it's your land. It's all your land, but there's giants in it. Tell the giants get out the way. I'm taking it. I'm standing and fighting, and I'm going to get the victory in every area of my life. That's it right there, 2022. Write it down. Put it in the books. I'm standing and fighting. You're going to hear that all year. Stand and fight. That's your land. Stand and fight. It's all your, that marriage is your marriage. Stand and fight. Them kids are your kids. Stand and fight. That thing's your, this city's our city. Stand and fight. This nation's our nation. Stand and fight. Come on, man. We are going to stand and we are going to fight the good fight of faith and we are going to have eternal victory and we are going to transform your world because God is good. Amen? Praise the Lord. Listen, man, I want to say Merry Christmas to you, your family. Have a great Christmas. Christmas Eve's right around the corner. Christmas Day is coming. I'm going to be with you on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. The 26th, we are going to be launching our campaign of, and I'm going to tell you, man, I really believe this is strong. The 26th, we are going to be launching Transformation. The 26th, we're going to launch it, and on the 2nd, we start it. We've got two weeks to talk about what Transformation 2022 looks like, and I want you guys to get ready. So start praying now. What am I fasting? What am I doing? I think what I was talking about was really big. You know, like, you got to really start grabbing your, your, your if you, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get that link and I just want to make sure it's good for everybody, and you can really watch it. But there is so many things the human body is able to regenerate when you rest it. You know, you rest your digestive system. You, you, you basically balance out your body. I mean, it was so intense. It was like your body produces its own things because it knows it's deficient. You and the, the guy was amazing. He said, you don't even lose your vitamins for, like, months. You know, you don't, we talk about all this stuff. I mean, I think we really got to get there. You know, a lot of you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm not skilled here. I just listened to the doctor and said, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And I really felt for some of the people, this could be a really healthy place for you to start, you know? Be like, hey, you know what? Like, this is what I do know. I want you praying, and I want you reading, and I want you spending time with God. That's all I care about with the fast. But then I watched this thing, and I said, man, you know what? Some people could really get their health right and go, hey, you know what? For three weeks, it's rabbit food, you know? I'm just going to only eat this. I'm not going to allow myself to eat these animal products. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to lay away from the dairy. I'm going to do whatever. Whatever, you know, you go to your dietitian. Go to your doctor. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But you can be like, hey, maybe you can grab life and steer it a little better and go, hey, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do what I need to do. So I really felt, I felt compelled to share this. I've never shared anything like this in my life. 
You've never heard me talk like this. Like, like, oh, you know, you need to get your life right with your diet. No, what I mean, I had to do it with mine. You're going to have to do it with yours. You're going to have to balance life, you know, and especially as we get older, you want to make sure. Now, God's going to sustain you and keep you, you know all that, but you got to do the right stuff. You got to eat the right stuff. You got to take care of yourself. And uh, you're your best investment, and I love you, and I want you to take care of yourself, okay? That's one. And number two, don't forget, we're going to get ready to pray and transform our life. Man, guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be great. 2022 is going to be amazing. We've got all those prayer times ready to go. It's going to be great stuff. But I got to go, and here's what I want you to know. I want you to have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family. Love on these guys. Spend some time. I hope you get what you asked for. Amen. Praise God. If not, just smile and be happy. But I want you to have a Merry Christmas from me, Pastor Liz, the kids, my family, to your family. Merry Christmas. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow on Sunday and just be with you guys. You know what I'm saying, after Christmas. And just share with you guys because I'm so excited where we're going. But have a Merry Christmas. Have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Eat all you want to eat now because we're fixing it all next week. And it's going to be great. Have a great time. And I love you. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.